Hey, what's up? I'm Joel Madden, and this is Artist Friendly. Today, I'll be talking to Grammy Award-nominated, multi-platinum R&B singer, songwriter, actor, and entrepreneur, Mario. And he's from Maryland, just like me. Let's go. Times I don't wanna have bad. How long have you lived in LA? On and off for about 15 years. Okay. Yeah. I've been here for 20. 20? Yeah. Like from where? From Maryland. Right, from Maryland. Right, yeah. fire, bro. That's Lit. one of the reasons I was Lit. obviously been a fan of yours for a long time because coming from Maryland, it's a big deal when someone it is. makes it to the national and the global level. And I mean, globally, to, to, to do something at the highest level, uh, there isn't a ton of people around you doing that in Maryland. So Thanks. it's a big deal when someone does. But it's a lot of talent in Maryland. A lot of so talent. So much. You know, there's, there's a lot, I actually did a like a, a research one day. I can't remember everybody, but there's a lot of people from my era that has had success. But you don't really, when you're there, you don't really associate that with coming from Maryland. You no, know not saying? at you all. You don't feel that. It's almost like we should open up like a little museum for successful people who came out of Maryland. Honestly, like, but think about it. They do have a museum for like really? Babe Ruth. Oh, right, 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 I'm, right. If right, you had a right. museum for people that, yeah. from like all the different people that have come from Maryland and all the different like categories and oh, walks of sure. life like there's a lot of talent but it, it's weird because it's when you're there it's 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 uh everywhere feels like a small place yeah no everywhere does and it's a lot of little small sectors and towns and yeah different things i mean growing up in baltimore i was i moved a lot around a lot just in baltimore all though. around the city so i never went to other places outside of Baltimore. Right. Like it wasn't until I got older and started like doing shows and I'm like, oh shit, snap, we got cool stuff in Maryland. Like it's a lot of cool little areas and stuff. So, you know, being in music gave me such a broader understanding of even where I come from. Yeah. You know, otherwise I wouldn't I wouldn't have probably had it. I grew up in like a big family, but my family didn't we didn't go outside of our comfort zone. Yeah. You know, I grew up in Edmondson Village, then we moved to Pikesville, then we moved to um I lived back in East Baltimore before I left, and I got adopted at thirteen. So yeah, yeah, it was it was a lot of moving around though. You got adopted at thirteen. Yeah, yeah. What's that 13. like to get adopted at thirteen? Honestly speaking, by the time I got adopted, I was pretty like numb to life, right? Because I have been through so much, like growing up in the city, and I saw so much. I got a lot of love from my grandmother, and like you know, our family structure just like. Everybody had to love each other. It was 18 of us in under one wow. like cousins, older cousins, aunts, yeah. uncles. It was kind of like that scene from Menace Society when the party was happening. Like yeah. it was that energy, but it felt normal. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So by the time my grandmother passed away and things that happened, I was like numb to everything. So I didn't really feel much sadness or my I didn't know what I was feeling. Right. I was 13 years old and I was just experiencing life day by day. Um, it wasn't until I gotten older and I looked back on life and, and realized like the I guess the controlled chaos yep. within myself. Yeah. Because I never reacted to what was going on around me. I just was observing all of it. Yeah. You know, and just trying to figure out like I always felt a beat before my time. And I think that's one of the reasons why coming into the music industry, I was kinda like already super mature and like I wasn't really like like a kid in a candy store was just kind of like, okay, what's next? Like, right. you know, what 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 crazy journey is this next? You know what I'm saying? Um, I think the hardest part about the adopted part was just the fact that I was completely away from my family and it was a completely new type of control structure. It was 
you know, I never had a father figure. So it was like right. someone trying to like beam up my dad was like suddenly like what is what is this? Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that was the hardest part. That to me though is like it's crazy when I think about artists that it's weird because like I've I have followed your career what's over twenty years I've been yeah. following your career, which is crazy yeah. to even say. It is. And we we're in this like weird business where like we straight up we see people don't we see them go down to it. We see yeah. we see people don't survive. Yeah, it's 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 tough because you have to people have to see it. Yeah. When you're not in the public eye or when this isn't your path, like you can go through your dark and moments and your shadow work and everything and, and not have it be exploited yep. in a way, you know, yep. and that's the hard part about it. And so I think that, um, I think I, I think I did good with managing the parts of myself that I didn't want the world to see mm. and dealing with any moments of like complete chaos in my life without it being exploited. Right. You know, it was one thing that happened, but like other than that, it was like, you know well there's always going to be one thing like you know what i'm saying yeah or two or three and like, i learned that early on you know what i'm saying i learned that especially when the digital crusades happened bro like i'm like okay this is about the like this is changing the landscape of how we live you know the digital social, crusades that's what i call it that's in that is bro, that's i've what I never call it. heard anyone say that and i'm like you know what you just nailed it bro that's what i call it that's that's, you, that's crazy that's a, that is a crusades. really great way of putting it and you see people fall victim to it and it's a real thing. We all have in our own way. Yeah. And it's like the prime example of like, okay, you can think one way and you may have the answers to like solving problems of a million people. Right. You could give them, but if 999, you know, thousand people follow this one way and you have the answers, it's like, it's going to affect the whole movie. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's the control of the, the internet, you know what I'm saying? And, it, and it's the reality that we live in. It's the reality we live in. So, you know, I think, I think now it's getting to a point, though, now where it's like, okay, I'm starting to kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel because it's like, yeah. it's forcing us to have to wake up to like, oh, what's, how the world is being, when I say the world, I don't mean earth itself, like right. people, our collective consciousness, every yeah. society is performing in life every day and it's like you have to kind of choose like you know choose what you're who you want to be and what what information you want to take in what do you want to watch you know what do you want to be your god what do you want to be your vices visually and subconsciously like it's getting to that point where i'm like okay this world is like very addictive yep and it doesn't even have to be real and so it's like you got to kind of make sure you know what you're doing there yeah i was just talking about this um, it's crazy. <laughs> I was just talking about this today that like what I kind of realized this week, uh, I don't even know why, what made me think about it. Oh, I do a TV show yeah. called Ink Masters. It's a fun TV show, yeah, very light. Right. It's a tattoo show. Fire. So I got it's, like, like 20 tats. Yeah, yeah. I you have tattoos. Yeah. It's it's easy. It's it's not heavy. Um, and I was promoting it and I went on a show and I was uh, casually, I was comfortable. Yeah. So I was casually just talking about like um, my, my wife and, and you know, it, it was nice. It was like, they're like, how have you guys been together so long? And I'm like, oh, you know, lots of therapy. And 
it was kind of joke but also we have gone to therapy but i yeah. also go to therapy myself so like Facts. i don't know it, it it's not that foreign to people now like it yeah. feels pretty casual to say yeah. right um and then and then i saw a thing today i have i don't promote a lot stuff a lot yeah so you know when you go out on promotional tours and you're doing tv shows and stuff it's a little stressful and you're a little uncomfortable and you're you're just trying to find your way through it and you know yeah for sure just feels weird like how to you know how to like say in in these small bites in these small times everything that this means to you everything that right me yeah and then avoid certain things that you know will be the headline so then the headline is Joel and Nicole go to therapy to whatever. Yeah, and it's like, bro, that was like one second out of the whole interview. Yeah, and, and also That's I crazy. kind of embarrassed. I felt embarrassed. Yeah, because like also I don't want to embarrass my wife. Yeah, it's really not anyone's business anyways in some regards. But then yeah. in another way, it's like, is that so bad anyways? Like, but yeah. I had a moment where I was like, fuck, man, I feel embarrassed, and I yeah. told my wife that I was like, I feel fucking stupid, man. Why did I even go on that? and say that yeah and because i don't even fucking care i don't even need to go on that that's like when you just like a cool person and you go in the interviews you just like when people always say like what can't we talk about i'm like i don't know talk about whatever whatever that's where that matters it's like but then you don't also it's like you know when you make music that has lived with people free like you don't want things to feel like you don't want you know to push people away. It's like you literally could be changing somebody's life. And the person that the host of the show isn't even trying to get that out of you. Like they're cool. It's yeah. just the media aspect of it. But I told her that and she was like, I don't know. It just feels like you were being yourself. Don't think about it. And then I was thinking about that. And um, we were talking here and I, and I, and I came to the conclusion that like as embarrassing as those moments can be sometimes when we are vulnerable or even if we're not being vulnerable and we're just being casual and being honest, the most sustainable thing we can be is ourselves. Very true, bro. If we create a character that we have to live up to, it's unsustainable. It's true. And I also think like as artists, sometimes we, I I know that I speak for myself, but like sometimes I overthink what people would may think about something like that. Yo, I, people don't even care. Yeah. Most of the time, no one cares. That's right. If they really don't and you like oh they're like, literally reading it while they they're like care. going to the bathroom they don't care you know what i'm saying and so yeah, it's true no one cares it's true we get in our head though for sure because we're 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 thinkers our job is to actualize emotion our job is to actualize stories our job is to you know make people believe what we feel is real through the music and know that is real and affect them so for sure man I feel like you have over the last 20 some years um, done a, first of all, I think, you know, R&B music and and what you represent in R&B music and what you experienced at a young age and then essentially growing up in this. Yeah. And you're having, um, you know, a lot of success with your new music which is a testament to talent thanks and experience and definitely experience for sure and also though from the outside i look at it and i go you you must have found some calm Mm. in there Mm. to not be i'm trying to explain it without insulting i'm not trying to want to insult other artists but it is the truth like i think that 
it feels like there's some calm or zen in there because I see people that have struggled and they're 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 jumping out at all these different places and and some of it you're like oh they're really creative and some of it you're like yo don't do that and and then you see people who who grow up in this thing and there's some gracefulness to it mm. and like I, I feel like you have because it can be a really ungraceful business you know and 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 we all see those stories but i just feel like when i see you i go that guy must have some zen in his life some calm in his life something that matters more than this music Thank or you. more than this you, like you you really just did it what you just said is it and not to take away from the 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 gratefulness i have and the gratitude i have for people buying my music streaming listening over the years for coming sure. to shows like i just came off a tour like but in anything that we do, and this is for anybody listening, like your meaning of life and for life cannot be your occupation, and it can't be something that can be taken away from you. I agree. You have to have, you have to build a ship around you energetically that is yours. Yep. And that space and that place is sacred to you, and it has to be in order for you to be protected, in order for, to protect yourself. You know, and that's something that I think after moving from Baltimore for the second time when I moved back at 19 years old, moving back to Baltimore at 19 is different from 13. Right. The reality of what I was able to remember and see that I was living and what people were living in the city and what was going on in my family, just my life and where I really came from as opposed to what the world knew about me was two completely different frequent uh, worlds. Mm. And so... I, I stayed in Baltimore for like five years as an artist, though, as a working artist. Mm. And it matured me a lot spiritually, mentally, psychologically. And I, I'm grateful for the struggles and the distorted chaos moments that I was experiencing personally that, that, driv that drove me to want to move and to understand life from every aspect spiritually. And that's what I think changed for me when I moved back. When I moved to LA, I was like, okay, this city's interesting. It has all of the elements of like, whatever life you want to live, you can live it. You can be anyone you want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can yeah. be anything you want here, right? And you're There's also- good in, huh? There's good and bad to that. Right? And so, but because I seen so much failure in life, failure as in personal failure. Mm. Not, oh, I tried this idea or this job and it didn't work. Like failure on a soul level. Right. When I came here, it was like nothing could break me. You right. know what I'm saying? It, it was just like, okay, all I needed now was just space for me to like grow. Spiritually. And, I, and, and I started studying. I, I, I grew up Christian. I, I took my shahada. I was Muslim for five years. And I became a mystic at 30, 23, and 44. And from that point- You're 44? 24. 24. Sorry. <laughs> How old are you now? I'm 37. I got 37. you. are so fucking young. Yeah, man. It's a blessing. I'm seven years older than you. Interesting. Okay. That's Music crazy. keeps you young, bro. Yeah, it Shit, does. If you, if you allow it, it, it'll keep you young. If Yeah, if you can laugh and, and you, you can yeah. try to enjoy life, you can For stay sure. young. But um, yeah, it was like that was just, that was the point where I made a decision with myself. Like, look, as a as a as a kid, even when I moved back to Baltimore, I abandoned myself 
for a lot of other people and a lot of other things. And I told myself that I would never do that again. And and I made that. It was like a ritual. It was like a literally a decision that I made. I was like, I will never abandon you. I told that to, to the kid inside of me. Yeah. Never abandon you again, bro. It's, it's, it's us for life. Eternity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's an immortal relationship that I have with myself. And it, it is, it's, that's, it's real. It is real. And also like we talk about, uh, people talk about the inner child and in, in a, in a therapeutic way, but there is actually like, I believe it because I had to do that with myself too. Like yeah. coming, you know, coming up in a, a, a tough childhood, you know, poverty, some trauma, all that stuff. Um, very complicated relationship right. with my dad uh, who, who, who left when I was young. Um, but I always had my twin brother. So I was really lucky because we were like so tight. We raised each other. Wow. We depended on each other. The relationship with yourself is it's one that's weird because we don't, re we, it's really hard to talk about, especially in music. Because most yeah. of the time in music, if you've made music, especially successful music, nobody really wants to hear about your pain. But That's all like, that music comes from pain. It does. All of it comes. Even even if you're singing about, it don't matter. If it's coming out of you, whatever's coming out of you, it may sound beautiful, but it could be still be coming from pain. Yep. I've sang love songs my whole life. Like I've made a couple of songs that were other, that I released independently. They weren't as successful as the other songs, but they mean just as much to me personally. Yeah. And so I agree, bro, I, like energy doesn't die. And, and I feel like, you know, it's, if you, if you, if you, go, if the same thing that, the same power that can come from darkness can, is, is coming from light too. It's like, it's weird. It's an interesting thing, mm -hmm. but it's like some of the hardest moments of my life, I've done the best work. Yeah. When I'm on stage or if I go through something, like I work really good under pressure. It's my life. It's been my life. It's like, no, it's, it's happening now. And you better, I hope you're ready for it. Like, you know, it's, there's something beautiful about that pressure. And I think as artists, we learn, we adapt to working under that type of pressure. Um, but we just have to also use that for our own well-being as well. As much healing as we give to other people you through the saying? music, we, we got to yeah. take care of ourselves. And coming from a, a, a tough place or, or any kind of a, a challenge growing up, right? Because I also say that, like, I had a tough childhood, but it was, I'm, I'm sure there's someone listening that had a tougher For sure. childhood than me. For sure. And I got, my, I got my brother. I was lucky, right? But I do know that we always said that. We were like, man, it, what we made it out of, this is nothing. Right. Okay, so I don't have a hit record. Right. Or the tour didn't sell out. Right. Or drop me. Or yeah. no one cares about me. You know, and, and, I, and I remember having moments in my career that were down times, right? Yeah. Where like at the end of a seven year, eight year run, nine year run, whatever. And then suddenly it's just like, we're not the hot shit anymore. Like right. in, in this moment, and there's some new thing and coming into music with a low self-esteem mm. and kind of like getting my self-esteem from the success of my mm. music mm. was a was it wasn't that it was a mistake but it was a learning that like oh oh it's good the music did well but also you can't have your self-esteem wrapped up in it mm. you got to find your own self-esteem and i remember in one in one of those times um which actually was the beginning of the most powerful probably a uh, decade of my life, which has been the last 10 to 12 years, mm -hmm. uh, 
was actually my wife saying like having a real like moment where I was depressed mm -hmm. and angry a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and she was like, what are you talking about? You come from nothing. Getting from there to here was the hard part. Right. Getting from here to there is the easy part. Mm -hmm. Life is not hard like it was growing up. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I just think you need to remember who you are. Sometimes we need that And where reminder. you're from. Sometimes we need that reminder, bro. I've, I've, I feel you and thank you for sharing that story because I, I remember multiple times when I, I don't feel like I ever felt like, oh, I want to give up on music or like I'm not successful as I should be or I had these moments because like I said, during that time when I made that decision, I actually wasn't planning on there was somewhere in me that said that if I never started making music again, I'm totally okay with that. And but it was also because of where I was spiritually at the moment. But I definitely hit rock bottom at a point when I had went through like some things with my mom. Mm. This was way before she passed. Mm. When I was still living home. Like that was my darkest moments for sure because I thought I was doing everything right. Like I thought me moving back home and like, you know, getting her a place and like giving her everything she wanted was gonna change her decisions and in turn make my life better. Because I felt like, okay, this is all I'm missing, but it just, my ego was so, I guess my heart's ego, I don't know how to describe it, but because I felt like I failed that, yep. it, it took me to a place I had never been before. Cause I'm like, okay, if I can't turn to you, who, what do I, what else is there? You know what I'm saying? Because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her. She she recognized my talent. My grandmother did. So it was like, if I can't take you on this journey with me, then what it what is it? What what am I doing? Who who do I take with me? You know? So I had to kind of get myself out of that, which is why I moved out of Baltimore. So, you know, I think those rock bottom points for us as creatives are really important. And it 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 kind of helps us to redefine what our purpose is and and this shit like you know what i'm saying and yeah the people around us and who is around us during that time like you know what i'm saying you had your, your wife that's a beautiful thing you know um so yeah i think those moments are and i think it's just in moments. life period everybody yeah, everybody that is doing anything the wrong people will point to things that make you feel like a failure like, or vices or vices they'll encourage vices or they'll say like why didn't you get why didn't you get nominated oh right you know or whatever <laughs> right and the right people will remind you who who you are yeah and man. and, and at, at at your best self but i'm just happy you're here because uh yeah for sure man that's a blessing i've always wanted to talk to you we met a couple times through in the back in the day yeah uh in passing like maybe sure. like a radio show or radio something radio shows or word something shows like that. Yeah. yeah um and you were always really nice and and i was i was always like from maryland now i'm from the more like pg and charles county side so that's okay. more like dc side yeah. but i spent later on spent a lot more time in baltimore love baltimore it's crazy baltimore is definitely crazy it's bro. wild it's a wild it's a wild sea one of a kind small small it's very yeah. small and but friendly but wild yes friendly but wild. i mean i guess it just depends on on, on who you know and what, you, what you're doing out there but yeah. definitely like you know just like any other place, man. Good rest, some good restaurants, great food, great seafood, great, great people, great food, great vibes. But yeah. you know, I think I think that 
the history of the city and, and at one point the city being one of the capitals of like heroin and like just it's such a small city it's like a lot of like you know competition in the streets and like it's a lot going on you know and you know i grew up in that era where heroin and, and crack and all of that was heroin was big you know what i'm saying you walk outside you're gonna see needles on the ground like it was like the early 2000s the late 90s and early 2000s heroin was big everybody was trying you know everybody was coming through there it was crazy i remember we were talking about it and in the early in the late 90s the early days of our band we started in 96 we would be playing parties around the baltimore area like little shows and people were on heroin we didn't know it at the time wow and wow then you kind of start putting it together and you're like oh I remember we we me and Ben years later. Wow. I never did heroin, right? I never yeah. I never fucked with drugs, but we put it together that they were all we were playing like these parties sometimes, yeah. and there would be like it was a like total heroin vibe. We wow. just didn't know they crazy. were on heroin. It was Nobody's it was big in the late crazy. Yeah, no, nah, it was it was definitely you know I, I I saw so much of it that it became the norm. You know what I'm saying? But it definitely impacted the family. But music was something I feel like my mother. She was like, when she found out I loved music, she was like, I got to keep this around him. Yeah. So she always had me on talent shows and singing. Every time she could tell somebody or show somebody I had talent, she was making me sing at a birthday party. I grew up singing in church. It was like, it was all, that kind of like gave me a world, you know, when you are, you always live in another world when you hear music, like the transitions, trans- a whole other world. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what really like saved me from going down the wrong path. Yeah, and obviously leaving the city. Yeah, I feel that way too, for sure. I think music sure. saved my, saved me. I think you got to move away from 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 the nest, bro. It's yep. it's important because you people around you sometimes can't really see the greater you until you're not around. Yep, it's just like a thing, right? And so, unless you like opening up a restaurant or like doing like when it comes to music, which is such a mystical thing that doesn't exist until you create it, you have to leave sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. How's LA? How is LA right now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, LA's good, bro. Like, I, I, you know, I've been here twenty years. I love it. I don't know if I've ever seen it I've never like seen it is a now. Place like LA before, bro. I've yeah. never been to a place. I, I would say that okay, LA. It's a beautiful place. Yeah. And like I said, there's so many different dimensions to this place. Yeah. That if you are a person who enjoys dimension jumping. Yeah. Then you would love it here. Yeah. I like dimension jumping. I grew up dimension jumping. So for me, I loved it when I moved here. I'm like, oh, okay, this is the place where the outcasts from their cities come and can be as weird as they want and be whoever they want, you know, and try that yep. and fail at that. And yeah. And win at other things. And, you know, it's just a place... I mean, there's so many ways we could describe it, but I love LA. Um, yeah. Obviously, I feel like a lot of it, as far as living wise, it's always been an expensive place, but now it's like the energy doesn't match what it costs sometimes. Like, a little you know crazy saying? right it's now. It's crazy. And it's like you would think that, okay, for a place that so many people have given energy to, that the energy would be returned in a better fashion. I think we're in like a a process of like I always think things have to die and be like reborn. reborn. 
And I think that we're in the process of like a little bit of that here in the city. Cause I remember I think that, that I think is everywhere, but I feel what you're saying. Yeah. Bro, I feel what you're saying. And I think people like have an innate weird, like I feel like as a human, humans as a culture, we destroy things. Yeah. Like we just want to see them burn. And then we, yeah. and then we all stand around the next day, like hung over, like that was crazy. Uh, <laughs> Should, should we go get lunch and uh, oh, like facts. sit sit quietly that's until facts. we get a couple days away from this like Man. hangover and we can go back to normal? Like I really feel like humans like we have these that boiling part point of moments. ourselves, yeah, for sure. That like doesn't understand balance, yeah, or that that likes to be in balance sometimes because sometimes it feels good when you're not in control, or you know. And the influence of the, the positive influence sometimes it feels good, but I think it's yeah the balance be off sometimes, bro. It's Causes been weird. Shit. Yeah, I've been here for twenty years, I'm raising my kids here. Yeah, we got teenagers. It's weird to think like, like this. This is all they know. They don't even really think about it. Yeah. And so there's that perspective where I'm like, well, you're now really bothered, but then I also don't realize they're like I feel like my kids don't realize how much danger is around. Yeah, like, and I always wonder, like, I don't have kids, right? But how much of your child do you really know? Like, right? Like, how much of, and I, and I, and I mean this in a respectful way, but like, just anyone who has kids, like, what, how much of your child do you really know? How much do they actually tell you of yeah. how they think about things? And what That's are they experiencing question. mentally and emotionally every day, every second of the day? Who are their friends and who, what are they like? You know what I'm saying? It's like, like what are they really into? Are they going to really tell you? Cause what? Yeah. It's Cause like, essentially you're like, parents are like, they represent, you know, it sounds whatever, but like parents kind of represent God to their kids yeah. until their kids get old enough and separate enough to go, Oh, they're not God. They're just like me. They grew up and they had kids. Right. right? right. But like in the early formation of their like psyche, they're like, oh, this is kind of, you're the being that like right. knows all. You know everything. And like you can't, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I've been thinking about that too because they're teenagers. And I'm like, I don't want to know everything actually. Wow. I don't, wow. That's deep. Okay. I feel you on that though. I don't, I think they should have a place where they, uh, they should have private lives. Would you interview one of your kids on this show? I wouldn't because I'll tell you why. One thing I think about this show and one of the reasons that I like doing it is that they'll be able to listen one day. Maybe one day they'll go, I want to know my dad better. And they'll be wow. able to listen to hundreds of hours of me talking to people. Yeah. And even if it's when I'm really old or when I'm gone. Yeah. Um, but I think like, so I think it's nice for a record, right? Because wow, I'm not good at writing. So writing them a long letter doesn't feel like yeah. something I would ever do. But this is kind of like these conversations. Whenever I talk about my kids, it's a, it's a it's a love letter because wow. I do love them, um, but I also don't want to control them, um, and I, think, I don't want them to feel like they have to live up to my idea. Absolutely, the f the freedom part is is very important. I do think that for sure. But I want them to feel like I'm here. Like if they need something, I'm your guy. If I'm you want to figure no, it out, sure. I'm your guy. Like we'll figure That's it good. out. So you leave that space for them. Like it's a, it's an open space for them still, always. But I always worry about them. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. Like watching your heart you, walk around. <laughs> um, your heart had legs. And yeah, you're like. Not for sure. You but know, no, um, I, I definitely love LA. I, I've left plenty of times and I always find myself coming back. Yeah. I feel like there's a certain like uh, level of, of just creativity and, and, and vastness that's here, like I said before, that inspires me as an artist. Like I feel like certain places are like 
one dimensional when it comes to the type of music that's going to be created in that space. I feel like here's a little bit of everything. It always keeps me. It keep, like I come from a city. Like I, I come from a lot of grit. A lot of action. And so here I get grit. I get beauty. I get soulfulness. I get. I get everything. You know what I'm saying? There's so, a neighborhood so. for everything here. Exactly. Yeah. One thing I feel like I wish happened more here, which I do get in certain circles that I walk in, is like more teamwork amongst like the different types of people and artists that are in the city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the different types of music that everybody makes, like something that's a little more, you know, of a collaboration Yeah. on something. I don't know what that is, but that's what I wish that. It's like pockets here yeah. of little groups of people. Yeah. Um, I, I, th I thought it was really hard the first five years. And then, and then once I met my wife and kind of started settling down in that way, it got a lot different. It got a lot easier. You met her here. In I met her here. She's from here. Oh, wow. Well, actually, cool. she's actually from Oakland. She was here off and on, but she got adopted when she was nine. And she was here full time from there. Yeah. But like LA has, always, has really been home. Fire. where she like got you know her parents really her mom and dad uh and her family life bloomed here and she she i think i think that's beautiful i think it's beautiful to find love in a space where you're also still finding yourself and creating your destiny you know? i think it's interesting i always think about like that that's why i asked what's it like to be adopted at 13 because i asked her the same question like what's it mm. like to be adopted at nine because mm. you hear about people getting adopted when they're babies yeah. so they don't have any other memory of of their family and and, and, yeah. and it, it's complicated but like what i what i see with her is mm. like because i talked about moving from la a mm. few times because this is not my my childhood memories of like home will always be maryland mm -hmm. so when i go home to maryland it's very it's the only nostalgia i feel mm. is when i'm home in maryland wow that's crazy right so when you drive down a road and you're like i've I remember this from when I was a kid, or I remember this smell, or this, ha you know, your first formative moments of happiness, of sadness, of heartbreak, of joy, all happened in this area. And mm. so you have these familial feelings. And when you're here, I don't have any. I don't have any wow. familial feelings. Interesting. And even, so, even ones that you've created from living here? Yeah, like I have some good memories. Right. But like those formative years, I was in yeah. Maryland till I was 20 one right okay so yeah, yeah. it's just like a feeling you have so when we we go home probably like two or three times a year i take my kids with me and i have a really good when i go home i have a really nice time i, I like that i'll talk to anyone there. i'm actually going back home for the holidays with family members from both sides of my great grand like my great grandmother's sister mm -hmm. the other side of our family is in philly right so we're actually going to philly and we'll all be together for the first time and like can't even count the years, bro. So That's cool. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Can't and wait. by the way, when I come back, yeah, I always have like a lot of stuff to process. That, you know, no, for sure. You know, for me, for I got to me. mentally prepare for it. Yeah. For you, sure. Because we also had a pretty complicated family family life. Um, I always have to kind of go back with a therapeutic mindset. Right. Where I go, okay, I know that I'm going to have a really good time in some ways. Yeah. And I know in some ways... I'm gonna have experiences that trigger me, for sure. make me feel like jumpy, yeah, make me feel yeah. anxious. And as long as I know that, I can come back here and kind of unpack it all. 
and process it and go like, and I feel like it makes me better for it. But I, I have a really good time when I go home. I don't feel like I have, even though LA is a great town, when I'm home, I'll talk to anyone and just have like a, a little like small town conversation. Absolutely. I don't know. There's, there's something about moments. that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's important. It brings you, it, I want to say humbles you because you obviously are a, a humble person. But like sometimes it just reminds you of how vast life is and just like what that it's limitless, bro. Like to me, that's what I feel when I go home and I talk to like an old neighbor or somebody who knew my grandmother or somebody who knew my mom. Like I'm like, I'm like, wow. Like and then it also reminds you like the effect that they've had on like certain families that had on people. And those are the things that I, I love most about it, I think. And just like going back to like the different and like that I've lived. You can have these small interactions that are just that. We're never mm-hmm. going to be best friends, but they're wishing you well, you're wishing them well and you're 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 passing people on the road and it's not always a a step towards your goal. All right. Step, you know, right. in like LA sometimes nah, sure. I, I feel like we <laughs> we live in an environment yeah. where everyone's like taking another step to their goal instead of like meeting a stranger and, and just going having like, just weather's nice i hope you're doing well and even though that's i think it's a character thing though because sometimes i have those moments like i know the environments where it's like okay this is work this is like okay this person that i'm meeting could possibly be an impossible partner in some type of something and then there's people that's just like random conversation bro i've had i'm weird like I'll, i'll have a conversation with a homeless person like yeah and just talk about whatever it is that they're in dimension they're in because like i don't know i i feel like maybe they are in another dimension you feel me and like yeah, I, never know. I don't know I, I talk to random people all the time and i love it yeah like i love every time every every moment of that type of stuff bro it's it's refreshing to talk to somebody about something and know that there's no arterial motives and it's just another person living their journey whatever that journey may be i feel like coming up in music mm-hmm. I've made some really great friendships with other artists. I feel like mm. I have uh, kindred spirits mm. with a bunch of artists. Mm. You have a lot of friends who are also just... I don't know what it's like in your genre of music, right? Yeah. yeah. I hate the, the, the term urban music. Right. In R&B and in, in my field of music and in, in, in urban music. Right. I don't feel that camaraderie unless it's like beneficial right i don't think that you know and i see a lot of people that say they're friends or say they but it's because maybe then i think there's some people that obviously there's real relationships but i wondered that most of the time i what i see is like you know it's because there's it's beneficial you know what I mean? right it's, it's a little a transactional transaction yeah for sure me personally a lot of it i would say is my fault because i've always been like to myself and like kind of like standoffish with people. It takes a lot for me to like trust people mm. and to be vulnerable. I've just started being that way over the past few years, being more vulnerable because mm. I don't want people to get me fucked up. Right. So like I started being more like, nah, like you have to be yourself fully because otherwise people are gonna make assumptions. Right. Not that it matters, but it does at the same time, right? So I started just being a little bit more social and like, you know, letting people in my world more. Um, but um, I wouldn't say I have a lot of real friends. I have a lot of associates. Right. I think it takes a lot for someone to be my real friend. Right. And the times that I have tried, I think that there's just different mental 
I think they're just different lifestyles and, and different ways of life. And I have a very short so- social media, uh, I, I would say. And I also like, like to take time away from things and people often. Right. Like when I go on tour, when I get home, I don't want to talk to people for like a week. Or yeah, you two. need that solitude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, um, so yeah, I think a lot, it's 50-50. 50% me being a very, uh, being a loner and being- That's fair. Kind of an introvert. That's a very honest, and fair- And 50% of it being the, just how the industry the, is. The environment. Yeah. That's super fair, by the way. And yeah. I, I don't know that many people would, would like take ownership over- like, like yeah. I, like I, we were talking about this and, and I said, um, if I have a pro- the same problem with more than one or two people, then I have to look at myself For and sure. go, what is it about me that, sure. that's causing this? But it's 50, 50, right? Cause the environment is real. I'm going to be honest with you too. A lot of the music in, in, in my genre, whether it be R and B or hip hop, it's like built off of ego. You're right. That's just the way. There is like a persona. There is a persona that you have to have to survive. It feels like it's hard. Yeah. I watch it sometimes and I and go. Everybody don't know how to turn it off. Right. So it's like, who am I? T- am I talking to this you or am I talking to your. You got to keep your guard up a little bit sometimes. <sighs> yeah. It's kind of interesting. But um, doesn't that like. I don't do it as. I don't. I don't really keep my guard up anymore. You right. know, I try to go in like this. So yeah. that I know who's like this. Yeah. When you go in like this, you know who's like this. Yeah. You know? And I respect whatever it is. I don't force it. It makes sense though, because, it, but also the, the, the idea that you're a loner, when I think about just hearing what you've told me about your life and knowing yeah. where you're from, because I have been there, right? And I don't even go there that much right you know what i mean like it's what but you remember but i know but i know and i know what i know right exactly so it makes sense to me when i put it together and it never left me right because it can't yeah it's crazy it's hardwired into you it that's the nature of us as like as a species is we're these extremely resilient survival species so we adapt to our environment to survive and then that stuff gets hardwired into us, and then we're thrown into this other environment that's like Disneyland, right? Right. But it's it's important. Like we needed that. You feel me? Like I feel like growing up in Baltimore gave me the resilient spirit that you need in a business like this. It I don't care how strength. successful or not successful your career is. It is a jungle. It will. It is, it is a eat jungle. You alive? Give it me will, so you have to you really be built for it so that you can both have your career which you should separate from who you are to a certain degree in terms of what makes you happy what you what you really love outside of just you know music and going on tour and all these things like who who are you really outside of that right you got to separate it but in order for you to enjoy life outside of that you can't like you can't take on the 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 gravity of it fully into your life like if something bad happens in that you got to know how to separate it it's, it's really important the thing that would have been the biggest challenge also becomes your biggest strength when at this stage in your life, you can live where you want Facts. right? By, by the, by the strength of your hard work Absolutely. and the life you made for yourself, you can live where you want, you can live how you want, you can interact with who you want. All of that is a choice now. Absolutely. It wasn't a choice then, right? You could perceive that as like a weakness, right? Or a challenge. And, and, I said this, me and my brother talk about this all the time, all the things that we were the most embarrassed of or the most 
uh, the most challenging parts of our life all became our strengths, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it's just like a mindset thing. So that's interesting, like to me it's when true. I see it in real like real life, because you're a successful guy. You're sitting here. Uh, you don't have to go anywhere you don't want to go. You don't have to be here. You get to. You're at a stage in your life and your mm -hmm. career, right? You have a legacy. Um, I just I think like now it's like about does like this for this conversation and you having the journey that you've had. Like and I've watched you know some of the ones you've done in the past podcasts you've done in the past interviews and I'm like okay this is one I I, I like this I like this energy that's cool that's like what I think about I don't do a lot of interviews yeah I know it's it's like yeah I, it's just, I just have to like it just have to feel right it's you, gonna live forever you did a um you talked to Joe Budden mm -hmm. and I actually want to have him on this show yeah because I My think he's Virgo I think he's interesting he is a Virgo yeah my wife's yeah. a Virgo and oh, Virgos are interesting characters um that's true and I <laughs> I like, I'm obsessed with like understanding people that achieve things, right? Mm -hmm. We could argue about brand. We could argue about mm -hmm. perception. Um, in, in, and in entertainment, there's all different opinions, right? You could talk to someone about one person about my music and, and, and they'd be like, they're the greatest. You could talk to another person. They'd be like, well, yeah, right, right, right. right, right so thanks. I'm at an age now, though, where I understand that. It's not yeah, personal for me. Personal, I'm just yeah. kind of like, uh, I, I think it's good for the environment. Uh, I think all, the whole conversation is good, right? But then I also think, I'm going to cut you off, it's also about how people experience you, man. It's yeah. like, for someone to be like, oh, they, they're musical, and then maybe they come to a show and they're like, oh, shit. Or yeah. like, whatever, like, come watch you create in the studio. Like, people can only dislike or or like something that they've experienced. Like, and then some people go off opinion or they follow the crowd, but like, you gotta give people a real chance. But yeah, I was just- yeah. Cause even like a music video or a song doesn't really capture the being that's projecting all this stuff out there. It's it, true. And that's one of the reasons why I like to do this because mm. I love meeting artists. Mm. Cause I feel like we all have a similar, we all have similar qualities to us and mm -hmm. we, strangely all been through some sim very similar experiences a lot of us yes man it's like two boxers can respect each other yeah whether they win or they fight it's like you see them hug it out at the end it's like bro we both went through war to get here we went through and we war. just like you know and and i feel like there is a beautiful war happening as an artist who has had a certain level of success when you go through these fucking labyrinths of success and creativity is like when you go in the studio to create a song like it's you and god and you're creating your talent and whoever you're working with like that that in itself is its own dimension to conquer also the amount of times we've been rejected or the amount of times someone's done us wrong mm -hmm. or the amount of times someone's come in and just tried to cash out early and yeah. take that little piece mm -hmm. of us or whatever it was facts and, and to chalk it up to the game as many times as we have because how many times have you had to say man just chalk it up to the game because to myself right i should have seen that coming and i didn't that's me coming from a world now rock bands can be competitive they can be mm -hmm. standoffish they can mm -hmm. be jealous they can be a lot of things just like human beings right but we're not there's a difference what i see as a hip-hop fan as an r b fan mm -hmm. it looks extremely hard to me not only is it one of the most dangerous jobs in the world. Mm -hmm. The competitive nature 
Yeah, the competitive nature is, is is also used as a marketing tool, especially these days. Yeah. Is so it's like, let's it, have beef so that we can cause a scene. I mean, sometimes they are real beefs, but it's like, how far are you going to take it? Yeah. Like, you feel me? Like, it's like, is yeah. it really? It's just, I'm not in the genre of hip hop, but I am in the culture. Yeah, but r and you know is, saying? yeah, it's still. R&B is competitive, but it's completely different. Like, the label's not going to, or, or. Or no one in my team is going to be like, yo, you heard what such and such said about you? You got to Right. It's like, do you want to talk about it? Because you don't if you don't have to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that it's a, it's a different texture and a different reality still. Um, it seems so stressful to me. I mean, the environments, a lot of black artists come out as stressful, bro. Like, right. And a lot of it is also like, you feel me? I grew up, I seen my, my second cousin rob my first cousin in our house that we all grew up in like mm. gunpoint you feel me like so wow. it's like we grew up in environments where it you was get stressful. desensitized to certain things right. it's not even stressful you're just desensitized to it you numb to it like you feel me and so there's a certain level of like ignorance that comes with that numbness to as though somebody else might be like how could you ever do that it was like that's regular Right, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, totally. it, it become and it's and it's sad, but this shit is true, you know. But for me personally, I literally try to elevate myself above that mindset, so the things that I allow happen around me, you know, don't mirror that type of energy. Right, because I know how I can get. Yeah, and that's how I've stayed. You out know of yourself, way. like you feel me, and yeah. so like a lot of times I don't put myself around certain types of energies because. I still am from where I'm from. Right. And it, it could go there and I don't, I just don't, I don't like that type of energy. But some people like have to be in that energy because one, but I don't have to be, but they choose to, be, to, to, you know, to, to, to use it. Right. To use the energy. Because you, you know can kind of direct it at things. You can. Yeah. You can, for sure. And then you know? there is an idea that like, if in there, to me, there is this like kind of, protective layer you think it gives you sometimes like if you feel like you know you feel almost safe in it some people have to bro like some some people definitely some artists they come from a space where it's like if they slack it could end bad for them yeah you know what i'm saying so i get that i understand that but as no long lacking. as it's real if it's real yeah to you and that's really where you come from i get it yeah yeah no judgment i don't respect sometimes when it's created when it's created it's yeah. like weird you know what I'm that's saying? weird but i feel like people are starting to understand that and want real connection and substance and to really be inspired again and yeah. i feel like the landscape of music is changing even in hip-hop you know what i'm saying i feel like some artists are realizing that growth is more important than like yeah personal growth yeah it's it's important and yeah. i love seeing that in my community i love seeing that yeah and i feel like i'm really proud of like you know a lot of the artists that i see taking that step yeah. Even though some of them may get condemned for it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I saw a Jeezy interview uh, recently. He was saying how, like, at the moment where he started changing his life, like, he was attacked by, you know what I'm saying, mm. and, and, and energies that were trying to, like, pull him back. Pull you know him back, I mean? It's yeah. like, that do happen, bro. It's like, when you when you are making a change in your content, it's a shift of energy yeah. because you're affecting so many people. And so that's just, you know, that's how it goes. But I think I, people 
have to understand their power too. You know what I'm saying? I think obviously the mystique that comes with being an artist, like you want it to be about the art, but like we got to give people their flowers too because they're the ones who put us where we are Yep, in a sense. So people have a lot more power than they think when it comes to what they consume. And I think that collectively as we evolve, we'll start to, it's like well, if you eat McDonald's every day and eating bullshit every day, you're going to see how that reflects in your life physically, in your environment, all yep. of that shit, right? It's the same thing with when you do personal growth, you might not listen to the same music. You might your body might reject right certain foods even just by changing your attitude. Yep. That's how powerful energy is. So I feel like we're getting to that space where people are starting to be like, even if you do, you don't want to look at the truth, it's gonna make you uncomfortable. And coming to terms with your past in it yeah. in a way that isn't like like we can wear the struggle as a badge of honor sometimes, right? But then we also have to come to terms with how sad it was. Facts. You know, and like, and like, I don't think enough people talk about it because we can't really, as artists, as successful artists, we can't go out in the world and go, yeah, but it was really sad. You know, my childhood was really sad. Like, too much. You can say, yeah, it was tough. People will accept that. But I think there's this like private, I don't even know if it's something you, you should talk about publicly because I don't know that everybody could actually receive that from you. But at some point as an individual, you got to come to terms with even like, I think sometimes I feel bad because I deeply feel other people's pain. For and, sure. it, and I might see somebody that might be the hardest person in the world. They might be yeah. the toughest person in the world. And there's a part of me that's inspired by that because makes me feel safe when I listen to their music. I'm like, oh <laughs> yeah, no, one, you know what I mean? Like as a kid, I listened to hip hop because I was little and I didn't have anyone protecting me. Mm. So it made me feel safe. So mm. I felt a, I felt Damn, a real crazy. bond with, with rappers. So I always was friends coming up in music. Like our mm. band, we always found kindred spirits with mm -hmm. hip hop artists. Mm -hmm. And they didn't know it, but like that raised me. Like the hustle mentality of like anything's possible. I'm going to work hard. The and, rawness of it. Yeah. And Especially back then, like hip hop was... It was it was different, you know? and no one can mess with me. And that was like yeah. as a kid, I always felt like in danger all the time. You mm -hmm. know, like anybody could, you know, could hurt you. But then as I got older, and I became a dad, and I and I look at my kids, and I'm like, I don't want you to be tough. I want you to be smart. You know, I want Thanks. you to 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 find a quicker route. You know, to the to the end. You know, result mm. and uh, a safer route. Right. So yeah. because I also I th I think sometimes artists don't get to mourn for the loss mm. that they suffered to become the artist they are and to share this like art with people you know they had to suffer facts and i think that that's a part of their healing process too sometimes and that's why i was like try not to like i try not to judge people in music when i listen to it right you know yeah saying? yeah and the payoff is the therapy you get from your music you know what i'm saying i feel like in, in, in a lot of ways personally and there are a lot of people that are inspired by music and music should be inspirational and it should be like a template of that time of your life. Like I should be able to listen to a project and maybe feel where you were in your life at that time. And that's yeah, you can what always I be there with them. Yeah, it's like you, 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 you're there. And I think that's healing for an artist. I've, I've, I've made songs like that. Some of them will never come out, you know. But I can't say that a lot of my music has just been the fact that I have a good voice. Yeah, you have a great voice. Some of it, thank you. I appreciate you. Some of it though is like- You were given a gift. Yeah, he was like, I'm gonna give you yeah, a really, 
he was working on my vocal cords while they was taking me out the room. But do you feel like, like, like sometimes like God, life, the universe, whatever anyone out there wants to, their understanding mm -hmm. of it. Um, do you feel like they're like, I'm going to give you this superpower, right? Your voice is like a superpower because yeah. no one can just oh, get yes. up. Not many people can just get up and sing. So God gives you the superpower yeah. and then he drops you somewhere and goes, okay, now you're going to have all these other challenges to work through. And if you can get through the maze and, and find your way, you're going to get to have this incredible life. And whatever it was in you that drove you to keep trying, because yeah. there was certainly times in your life, I'm sure, that stopped you, stopped you, stopped you, and you keep working through. I and never stopped creating, though. Right, but you kept going forward. Yeah, facts. And a lot of people give up. That's the difference between you and the other. Maybe there were nine other guys, right? Right. That could sing like you, but they all gave up. And then you get to the next level and there's 10 other guys, right? Right. And you keep going and they give up. And then you get to the next level and there's five guys and you keep going and they give up. And I always think about that because it's almost like becoming like an astronaut, right? There's thousands of guys in the Air Force that are trying to be an astronaut, but the tests and the, the, the challenges are so hard. The training's so hard. I thought you were going to use the other analogy of the rocket itself has to drop off certain things the higher it goes up. No, but yeah, that's I a like good analogy that. too. Yeah. But to me, it's like the, the idea of the superhero that discovers he has the superpower yeah. and then the movie gets good because then he learns how to use it and then he becomes a superhero, right? Uh, that's the story of like the, the hero story of our, our lives. And I, I say these things because there's people listening out there and we don't even know them and they're going through something really hard whether it's personal or maybe it's their challenge of their building their business or their dream. And everyone's like, how did you do it? Right. And you're like, I don't know how I did it. I just kept trying. I just kept going. Just kept going. <sighs> There's so many ways to answer this, like to, re to respond to that beautiful st statement you just made. Um, one of the things that stood out to me was when you said superhero, every superhero, the origin stories. There's always a dark origin. Yeah. Story. It's crazy. A lot of them are orphans. Yeah. Right? That's or crazy. adopted, which is crazy. But yeah. like, there's so many different ways to look at a superhero story. I was in a studio with Metro one time. We was just talking. And, you know, he put out the album, Villains. I love Hero. Metro. That's my guy, man. Another Virgo brother. Oh, he's yeah. a Virgo? Yeah, yeah. He's so cool. Fire, man. He's, I don't he's know him person. personally. I just, yeah, like, love his whole... He, He's a great person, bro. Yeah. And we were talking about heroes and villains, right? And he says something. And I was like, yo, that's, that's, that's so true. So pick any superhero you want. He's fighting a villain, right? And there's just like old lady or somebody sitting in her apartment. And like she knows nothing about who's the hero or who's the villain. And he, he's getting his ass beat. The hero the, the hero's getting his ass beat at that point in time in his life. And so he gets, he, he like goes through this lady's apartment and ruins everything. And the ashes from her son just falls on the ground, just ruins it. And then he's gone. He don't know this lady. He could have ruined her whole entire life trying to save the city. Yep. You know, and I feel like sometimes during this journey that we have, like we have moments where something that we do may affect other people and we're doing it because in that moment, maybe we need to worry about ourselves. Or collateral we to, damage. Collateral damage. Or yeah. we say no to something that we usually say yes to. Or we, and being hyper aware, because that's what we have to be, is like you have to like deal with that. You know, And sometimes for me, it feels like failure because I can't give somebody that energy or I can't 
do say, oh, I can't even give myself that energy at that point in time. So in my own life, it's like, which, what, which part of life is the villain? Which part is the soup? Like, who am I today? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, it's really interesting. And I feel like sometimes you don't have to speak about something that your actions and your energy can speak for you. And that's what I think I've learned most about the journey itself. It's like, you have to hold the truth before you're able to speak it. Yep. You have to be the truth before you're able to express it. Yeah, so yeah. if you're able to like hold that, whatever that is, whatever you're feeling, if you're able to hold that and and cultivate it into a balance, bro, because you can't have one side be like this one. It's cultivated into balance. And if you're able to do that, that's what I think the, the, real, the real test is. is like you go through things and you have your struggles and you overcome that hurdle and you're like, damn, how did I... Get? look back and you're like okay i made it through take from what you learn from that other things you and you balance you make this gumbo that's only yours it's only got your recipe in it bro yeah. it's like your special recipe that's great and you take that in your relationships and you share that with your kids and you're able to like that's valuable it's the it's truth. gold it's the truth that you diamond. learned it's the truth you learned it's like i always say uh uh to my kids and they get it's funny because they shake their head but i always say like i'm gonna try to tell you but life will teach you one way or the other. Life's going to teach you. Bro, it's the hardest thing to watch sometimes. Right. Because you'll see a friend or you'll it's see anyone and be like, look, I'm telling you from my experience and I've experienced a bunch of shit and there's some stuff I don't know, but I do know this. And then you'll share a, an experience you've had or a truth that you know. Facts. And, but some people just got to learn for themselves. Yo, like, it's the craziest thing like about life, bro. It actually excites me when I see... I know this sounds great. It actually excites me when I see people go through things sometimes. Because I'm like, I know they're going to get through it. And on the other side. But I'm like, you're really blessed because you're going through this. Like, I've said that to people before. It's a gift. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm just like, trust me. Yeah, you'll get through Watch. it. And on the other side, you're... Watch. Yeah, you're... Because I know it. Because I... There's been times in my life... Where I felt like I was dying, right? Energetically, yep. And I did die, energetically, right? I was being reborn, yeah. And but in the moment, it doesn't feel like that. In the moment, it feels very lonely and and painful, and like all the walls are closing in on you with spikes in them. And then when you give in to trying to control it. You just allow it to happen, and you and you take it day by day, minute by minute, slowly but surely. If you truly believe, and you're able to have a little bit of hope in yourself, the light gonna come through at the last moment. You're gonna be like, "What the fuck, bro?" Yeah, and you like fucking light is shining still. You know what I'm saying? And so it's and you gain a new. Uh, most of the time, you you gain yeah. a new muscle, you gain a new a new yeah. a new skill you gain a new thing that you didn't have, but you had to go through that to get it. And that is like why I get more and more comfortable in new, you know, new challenges at, yeah. with each age. The crazy thing to me about you though, is you're 37, which is like, you're just entering your prime. I've been, I'm seven years ahead That's of awful. you, right? So yeah. I have, the, I have, think about this in seven years, you're going to have a bunch of insights you didn't have. Facts. 37 is such a young. No, I'm excited, bro. Yeah, I wake up. It's more young excited. to be this grown. Yeah, and to me, it's like thirty-five is when you enter what I think thirty-five to fifty-five, sixty-five is like prime. 
we're killers now. It's crazy like, because we know what we're doing now. And and it's like you can enjoy it more. Yeah. You can enjoy the hard shit more. You even you enjoy just the whole process more because you know that you have to and you know that it takes the process in order to achieve it, you know? So it's like And you hear a twenty seven yeah. year old talking, you're like, ah, you're gonna learn. But yeah. Ten years you're gonna learn. I always try to tell people people that I love and people around me, like, remember that you're creating literally at every moment. Mm. With every breath, with every thought is a creation. It's like the same things that you desire right now, you probably won't desire in two years. It's or true. A year. You probably won't even care about it. So it's so important for you to understand why you desire something, where it's coming from, what is, what is influencing it. Yeah, what's the need? What's the need for it? If you had to detach from things in your life right now, how would you feel? If you had to detach to get that which you desire truly, but you had to give up this, 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 and that, could you do it? And why do you desire that? But could you do that? I'm curious. Like, you know, it's like, those are the types of things that I ask myself all the time. How do you deal with um, relationships? Ah. <sighs> Cause you, cause, cause you, cause you have, cause I always wonder what it's it would, hard, I, I always wonder what it would be really like to know. have like all these, like there's a certain energy, like your music is, is, yeah, is definitely like I'm girls. I'm a singer, bro. Yeah. You know, let's just start there. Yeah, exactly. Right? That, that's my question there. is how do you deal with a relate, having a relationship and, and then <laughs> having to go to work and your, your, your work is about captivating yeah. Uh, people's imaginations and inspiring certain things and, and yeah. creating an energy right to your shows and all that. Yes. So you're you're around this certain kind of energy all the time, and then you have to come home and, and either shut it off, or if you're with one person, like let's say you just go on a date or you're dating someone, yeah. you have to deal with their emotion around it because you're going to have to go back to work. Yeah. And let's say I worked in a uh, a meat packing plant, but I'm dating a vegan. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's a fire analogy. Right, and 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 she she is not gonna like that I'm in this meat packing plant all Facts. day, serving up the 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 meat for the people. I was gonna say something, but I can't say it. But yeah. so so my so I wonder <laughs> how you balance and how you compartmentalize yeah. Yeah. going to work and doing this thing that you're very good at. Yeah, and certainly I've seen your shows and seen you know there's an energy around you like girls get. Uh, uh, they, 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 it's like that something happens, you know, something happens. and it's a good thing. It's a, it's a, it's a great thing. We need that in the world. And, and yeah. I always wonder how the great singers and different people that, that captured that, that one emotion from people uh, right. that was predominantly around, you know, romance and love and, and all these kinds of emotions that are all wrapped up in the heart. How do they turn that off when they go home yeah. and deal with either it's one person or how do you do that? The short answer is at this point, the short, and I'll give you both answers. The yeah. short answer is you get to a point in your life where you just respect your space and your energy to a, to a level of like, you're just not willing to share it with just anybody. Right. Period. Right. And it, that doesn't mean like, you know, you got to get married or you got to, no, it just means that you're really picky about who you're allowing your space. It's almost because like you're on a mission. Yeah, you have to find a counterpart. You have to. Right. Because it's like you understand how energetically taxing your life is. Right. 
especially around that. You know what I'm saying? Around Not to love, say that you don't like romance, the energy, but when it comes to your decisions that you make, whoever you're with, when you're at that point, will naturally feel safe. Right. Because of, you know, if if she's your partner and you're that thinking like that, she probably is on that level too. So she can yeah. tell like, okay, this is where he is. The long story is it takes a while to get there. Right. You got to learn how to do <laughs> Like, that. you know what I'm saying? You get to, a, you got to get to that point. And I feel like there's different quarters of my life where it was a lot harder for me than others when it came to relationships. Yeah. I've been bad in relationships my whole life. Mm. Contrary to the songs right. that I sing, sir. <laughs> Uh, I'm not surprised. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I think it has a lot to do with my relationship with my, with my mother and losing my grandmother at such a young age. Yeah. I think if my grandmother was in my life, I would have had a different relationship pattern, different relationship patterns with women because I was I never wanted to disappoint her ever yeah. in life. Not that she hasn't watched everything. It's big to know that. It's big, <laughs> but, it's big to know that though. Yeah. And so I feel like in my 20s, I was dealing with a lot of, it's not an excuse, but I was, I was dealing with a lot of, of trauma. I wanted, I was in relationships and I was. You were trying. Trying. Yeah. And I was like, but I didn't know how to deal with myself yet. Right. You had a lot of growing to do. A lot of growing to do. Yeah. I didn't know how to do it myself. And I hurt a lot. Most of the women that I ever dated, I hurt. Right. Literally like. Well, you probably didn't know how to communicate and express and like be there's it's hard to be honest i was good at communicating and i was fun and i was everything was fun it was always lit but i wasn't good at getting close opening up right when it mattered on the deeper levels right so i would express you have to get to at some point like you you go here 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 and then oh it's time to open up and because i would i would always date girls that were deep women and i would always date girls that were powerful in their own right right but like when it came time to to meet them on a level that would make them feel safe right is where i would feel right right that's powerful actually to and actually so, realize dude yeah and and so yeah I, I felt myself when i wasn't happy in my relationships i felt myself finding other vices outside of my relationship you know yeah. and that, that's pretty yeah. normal though yeah you know i think uh also when you i not- hate that it's normal I know me too, but I had I had to learn because I got lucky because I had a part I, I I ended up meeting a partner who had a lot of grace and who knew I needed to grow up. Yeah. And I think I got lucky. And that's why I kind of like believe in God, because I look at my family and I go, Oh, there has to be a God. Cause this was definitely not like my master sure. plan. Right. And then I just kind of like stumbled my way through my twenties in the same fashion sort of yeah and i think that like and then i met someone and i was like that that had the patience and i met a lot of incredible women in my life like i, I could have been married at least three four times by now i bet i was just too scared yeah i assume that <laughs> so many great women man. yeah like some are married some are like have families already i'm just like wow like yeah it's amazing what uh, but i I'm, I'm dating right now i don't that's good. i can't leave this conversation without I'm dating right now and I'm, I'm happy. You know, like that's great. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody I've known for a long time. That's she's cool. Than me, but she's incredible and she's a great person. Yeah, it's amazing yeah. what a really great like counterpart does for your life. So true, bro. Because they it's, hold you to it. They hold you to account. They 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 hold you accountable for. You hold yourself things. accountable different when you love someone and yeah. you see them and they see you and. But I also think back to the point. It's like. 
you have to get to a point where you understand how to recognize that. Yeah. Because you you could you could say you recognize something, you could say, but your action has your actions have to line up with that in order for you to really reap the benefits of your own growth. Yep. And I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I don't have the space to live any inorganic shit or any synthetic. Like I, I want to create from a real space. I'm trying to attract the people that's supposed to be on this journey with me right now. And it starts at home with the person I'm spending my time with and I'm sharing myself with on every level. So if that's fake, like what the fuck do I expect from life? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like it, it, it matters. And women are powerful. They're powerful. They're you know? they're to me <laughs> like to me they're the most powerful. They give life. Yeah, and when you think so, about that, when I look at my kids, it gives me this like reverence for my wife and what she's wow. done. I can only imagine. You know, because also like the game that we play at a high level, you know what it takes to win at a high level. It takes everything you have. And finding the balance is the hard part, right? So that you can have a real relationship with people. Yeah. and your family and still be out there doing I can't I, I can't even I I don't even know how to speak on this level because yeah. I don't have I don't know what it's like to have kids. Oh, it, it's it, like I can only imagine like it's like I don't even know what it is. that's the thing is like the whole time you're doing it you still feel like a kid. So right, you're right. just kind of like <laughs> right. just trying Next. to hold on and and yeah. and go through it. And yeah. so but I feel like But it started with finding the right partner. You start to value that more than like the vices and the things and the you know, whatever it is out there. Um and then also there are some things I give up to have it. So I can't tour as much, right? Because yeah. it takes me away from what I actually want to be around, which is yeah, in this like this family. But that's the blessing of it, to be able to have that choice. And be able to choose. It is a blessing. You know what I'm saying? Um I'm excited to watch you the next 10 years. Thank you, man. I'm excited about this next journey too. It's um and I feel like where I'm at right now is unique to what my purpose in the world is. You know, as a voice, both on stage and off stage. There's a lot of things that I have to share with the world that only I can do it in the way that I do it. Period. Um, not just for the collective, but also for my peers, also from where I come from, being a voice of somebody who made it out of a very distorted reality and um, kind of moving through this labyrinth by myself, in a sense. You know what mm. I'm saying? I, not, none of my family members work in the music industry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, yeah. I, you know, so it's like I've I've created my own path, if you will, with God, of course, and everything means at this point. And it's, it's super energizing to think about the possibilities as things change around us. Not happening, you know, imagine you moving, you know, this like magnetic ball moving through all of this chaos and then the things that attach to you, you're supposed, supposed to, and you're affected the way you're supposed to. But like knowing that now you have your protection and you know how to protect yourself and you know how to move through it and stay clean and stay like out the way. It's like there's a sense of like, to me, I think that's part of being a man. Yeah, you're it's, battle tested. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like knowing how to move through life, stay grounded Yep. and your truth. Like that to me is what being a leader, being a man is, right? And so that's that for me, that's like the exciting part of where I'm at in life right now. Everything else, I move from that space with everything else. I also think that like a lot of guys need to hear that. You know, I think that we're in this new place where we talk 
and we didn't used to really. Yeah, you know? facts. And so I think it's important. So I think we're evolving. But but I but I think that like when I think about it, and I'm just like a an analyst, right? And I always analyze things, and I watch artists. And when I look at you, and I go, okay, you're young enough to do whatever you want, but you're old enough to know how to know who you are. Yeah. And how many other guys are there like you? There, there, there just aren't. When you when you think about the class of artists you're in, you're just there's just not a lot. So so there's only so so it's unique, right? It's a unique place to be in where you have this experience. You were so young when you started. Yeah. Sometimes when we get started young, and I was young, but not as young as you. I was a few years older than you. I, when I got on for real in the, in a way where the world knew who I was, yeah. I was probably 22. Mm-hmm. You were a teenager. So think about that. I do. You survived that. Most people don't. A lot of people don't. We don't even remember the people who don't, right? And then we had to watch some of them painfully not. And then we've seen people overcome and survive. But there's only a few guys that can stand where you are standing and give the advice to the younger artists, uh, impress the older artists, and get respect, get the respect that you have. And then the next 10 years, I look at it and I go, oh, he's going to do his, his, his greatest work. It's true. And, I feel that. I and then that. wear it, wear it the way you'd hope someone would wear it. Right. Um, and be that inspiration. But like that to me is like, it's such a cool, it's such a cool story. And I'm excited to see like the next 10 years unfold. Oh yeah. I'm excited about the next five. Yeah. Three, you know, but yeah. Right now, I think, you know, there's other things that I'm doing outside of music that make me happy, you yeah. know, creating and, and being a visionary and like just using my relationships. And like, that's that's the beautiful part about being an artist, right? And, and being in this, you know, unique clique of like urban music and like the times and my peers and all this. But like outside of that, just being a person who likes to think outside of the box and, and do cool things. Yep giving more reverence to that part of myself and using those relationships and making it a full circle moment. That's yep. the exciting thing about it. It's like, we live in a world now where it's like, it's cool to involve your other creative sides and your art. And it's like, it gives more depth to who you are as a person. And that's what I think I'm most excited about people experiencing it and seeing. But I'm one of those people who don't like to talk about it until it's like actualizing. Yeah, yeah, I'm start, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was planning on doing this show for two years and then I finally yeah. did it and and yeah. it's it's nice to be doing it, but uh, I was dreaming of doing it for two or three years. Yeah. So I think I, the world needs that. inspiration again and I think I think that's what we're we're here to do. You know what I'm saying? If you if you are a person and you, there's something that's chasing you, there's a vision that's chasing you right now is the time to like really act on it. I know the world is in a crazy place, but like, you know, you gotta continue to, to evolve and, and and try things and just do it. You know what I'm saying? Wake up and, and, and move towards it. And whatever capacity you can with where you are right now, there's always a step you can take. You know, I think that sometimes we think like, oh, until this is done, until this is done, I can't make this step. Like, no, there's always preparation before the reward. So, and there's no time like the present. No time like it, bro. No time like it. But yeah, thanks Still, for coming. No problem, bro. Thanks for having me. Mario. Bad times, I don't wanna bad, bad.
I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Artist Friendly. If you really liked it, you can follow, like, subscribe to the show anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Amazon. We appreciate your support, and we'll see you next time. Bad times, I don't